this is underrated favorites movie you might have missed. Who are my name you? is my name is me. Who am I? Who am I? <laughs> you are Bruce. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Underrated Favorites, movies you might have missed, where we, uh, on this podcast, talk about movies that are at least 10 years older, not necessarily cult favorites, but movies that may have slipped under the radar. Uh, I am Rooster. This is Neek. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with this pod, we're going to do a brief di- spoiler-free section where we talk a little bit about the movie, rank the movie, quick feels about the movie. Uh, then let you know right before we're about to spoil the, the beans. Yeah, we're going to get into it. We'll give you that warning. Um, this is film three in our back to school series. And this is actually going to be the last. Final, yeah. yeah, we were just like, nah, school's, school started. We're, yeah. we're good. We're done. So um, our last back to school movie is going to be the lovely, the wonderful, the beginning of the superhero craze. If we really want to get into it, we're going to talk oh, about yeah. some things. Sky High! So, uh, quick breakdown of the film. Sky High is a 2005 American teen superhero comedy directed by Mike Mitchell of Deuce Bigelow and Trolls fame. (laughs) And uh, we say fame very lightly here because uh, Trolls is another underrated favorite and will eventually be on this pod. Uh, So, the film stars Michael and Garano. Angar and Angarano. We that get, name. Yeah, we'll work it. Michael. So Mike. <laughs> yeah, big starring, Mike. <laughs> you know, big Mike. Mike is starring as Will Stronghold. Uh, Kurt Russell is his father as Commander, aka Steve Stronghold. Uh, it also is starring Danielle Panabaker as Will's best friend Layla. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead as Gwen, uh, Stephen Straits as Warren Peace, and a host of others um, from Evil Dead legend Bruce Campbell as Coach Boomer, uh, the OG, <laughs> the OG Wonder Woman Linda Carter as Principal Powers, uh, Broken Lizards Kevin Hef- Hefferman. Hefferman. Yeah, I can. <laughs> Kevin Hefferman as Ron Wilson, bus driver, and many more. Like this film had a lot of people that we were like, "Oh wait, Pat that, to the gills." Yeah, so it was like people from past fame, people that would later like this cult fame. A lot of cult famous people. A lot movie. of cult famous people, but also this this, <clears throat> this movie was kind of a. Um, Springboard, the first feature film for a lot of our teen stars. Uh, so we'll and we'll get more into that when we talk about the cast later. But uh, in Sky High, Will Stronghold is uh, Stronghold is a fourteen-year-old son of superheroes, the Commander and Jetstream. They are the world's biggest superheroes, and he has the pressure of being their son. He's beginning his freshman year at Sky High, a high school for future superheroes and villains Uh, however will is hiding the fact that his powers haven't manifested from his parents on day one will is sent to hero support aka sidekick uh training and you'll get the my pacing when we talk about the movie a little bit more um but he and his plucky group of sidekick homies learn the ways of hero support while avoiding bullies and bizarre teachers when will gets into a lunchroom fight with warren peace aka the guy who his dad put away 
in background drama yeah. so much drama that, so much there's so many layers, layers to this deep shit <laughs> um his super strength kicks in and he is immediately whisked off away from his sidekick uh friends to hero training with the cool kids and uh will's glow up leads to the classic american switch up on his closest friends and leaving layla behind for gwen between the teen angst and drama, there is also a secret nefarious plot to bring down the commander and jet stream. And Will and his friends in hero support are the only ones that can save Sky High. That's right. Um, so, yeah, a little background. We'll get into more of that. I know there's probably a lot of question marks floating in front of your like forehead anime style right now. Um, but we'll get into clearing a lot of that up later. Uh, just a more background we have the movie um starting off with a budget of 35 million dollars and made 86.4 million dollars at the box office uh currently at a 6.3 on imdb and a 73 percent on rotten tomatoes so like we're saying this is fair yeah so um as of right now, it is a Disney movie. It's available for streaming on Disney Plus and not likely going anywhere. Um, but now that we got some background, let's get into our rankings. Uh, Roos, why don't you remind the people of our ranking system? Absolutely. So we got a five-tier ranking system at the tippy-tippy top. We have the heralded underrated favorites. <laughs> elite and just not enough people saw them but we are here to say to speak about it and give it its flowers after that we have the good but slept on movie those type of movies that didn't catch fire probably because it was just a lot of other good movies out at the time but definitely worth your attention <clears throat> coming in the middle we have historically mid for those solid movies that for some reason people did not catch uh after that coming in fourth we have the good bad movies for those movies that are just bad, but there's something about them. There was the, the je ne sais quoi that rings off in the hearts of the few people who really, really love watching and talking about it. And then lastly, at the bottom, uh, we have the certified flop. Them movies are just that bad. That's why no one watched them and probably going to roast them. So, uh, Neek, for Sky High, where is your ranking? For Sky High, I'm going to say it's an underrated favorite. I um, There are some things that I don't like about it, but there's it's so um, there's so many more things that I do love about it. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to give it that, you know, that coveted position as an mm -hmm. underrated favorite. No. Yeah. You genuinely love this movie. I really do. Yeah. Like, I, so. I really, really, really like this movie. I don't love it. So Where does it fall for you? It's going to be good, but slept on. Okay. Because I really like it. I there I realize watching it why it never sat completely in the pantheon of um of good kid movies, but also like superhero movies for me. Uh but mm. yeah, that's why it's gonna be there. So uh this is a message to the listener. Uh we're about to switch gears and start spoiling the movie. So if you kind of heard those ranks and think, oh, I'm gonna go check it out uh before listening to the pod, go right on ahead. But if you want to stick around, we're going to spoil it. We're going to get into the minutia uh, in a little section we call Rewind and Pause. It's time to rewind and pause. Rewind and pause. Pause, 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 pause. <laughs> Yeah. So All right. I don't know. Um, let's, I'm going to start with you because you really love this movie and you gave it underrated favorites. So, uh, defend your ranking. Like, what is it about, or maybe not being specific, but sort of like, 
comparing it to other 2005 movies, kids movies, what is it about Sky High that you think kind of sets it out there? So with 2005, I just feel like one 2005 was a, like a weird time kind of for movies. Um the mid odds. Yeah. So like in 2005, we have like, let me see. I, Cause I don't want to speak. I don't think there was a lot of like good family movies in 2005. So that easily, that put this at the top very easily. Cause 2005, we have, um, yours, mine's ours. Womp. Like, mm-hmm. uh, Zathura. No, hold that. No, no, no. I like it. No. Did I even know it existed as a child? You don't even know about Zathura. Zathura is. No, you showed it to me. No, you haven't seen the whole thing. Oh, and I don't need to. It it sounds very good from the part that I did watch. It looked really good. This is not the Zathura pod. The point is, I didn't fucking know it existed in 2005 as a child. So, womp. Sharkborn Lava Girl gets a lot of love, but. It gets a lot of love now, but at the time it was kind of wonky. It was like, oh, they really dropped the ball on the Spy Kids brand. Like that was the Spy Kids follow up and it was not as good. Um, so womp. The pacifier I did like, but like it's not really <laughs> oh, a kid. Oh, Zathura gets flamed, but the pacifier. No, 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 no. I'm saying I'm as a child talking about kids movies. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, already an adult person. Yes, yeah, I was. I'm sorry you have different opinions about kids' movies than the children that they were and made I for at the time. I was working at a theater at a Hollywood video and Whatever. seeing what the kids the were only popping ki- The for. only movie that really was standing up against, like, there's two movies that were really standing up against this movie are The Corpse Bride and Robots. Robots is also another underrated favorite. Mm-hmm. So, like, a lot of people just, there just wasn't a lot for kids at the time. I think the only movie that really got its deserved shine during this time that came out is Charlie in the Chocolate Factory with Johnny Depp being Willy Wonka that was weird as fuck and don't get me wrong I enjoyed as a kid and then Narnia the Lion, Witch in the Wardrobe which was was a big deal like those were the two Narnia was trying to ride that that post uh, Lord of the uh, Rings trilogy wave it was and and it kind of it kind of uh, it kind of worked. It did. It wasn't get, bad. There was a there was a um. What's his freaking name? Um, the author. Oh, of Lion Witch in the Wardrobe. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I don't remember his name. So yeah, but he was Tolkien's homie, and I everyone knows him. Like duh, and I just cannot. C.S. C.S. Lewis. Lewis. That's right. Yeah. So that was, was like he was. I was like he's Tolkien's homie. There was there was a little crew of them that were homies. But yeah, like he was real. Like they were really had a renaissance of his stuff until everyone realized that oh snap, this is kind of Christian. And then everyone started reading the Golden Compass to kill Christ. So yeah. no, it literally no, happened. 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 This it literally is like the passage of yeah. time. Like <laughs> it is what happened. Like. There was a boom of like, like I'm saying that caveat because Chibi so is laughing just, at me. So Sky High just was 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 caught. It was yeah. lost in the mix. Like it was there was just well, too you many know what other else things was really, going really on. Popping at that time. What? SpongeBob, Nickelodeon well, shows. Well, no, it's not just Disney Nickelodeon shows. shows. The TV shows mm. for kids were top tier. Yeah. That's when Hannah we had. Montana was peak. But even outside of that, that's when we had like as the um kids we were had maniacs, yo. Teen Titans, yeah. Kim Possible, That's So Raven was still on. Like, 
It was a it renaissance was for kids' stacked. entertainment. So, like, had, Sky High just didn't... Yeah, Sky High wasn't... It wasn't a cartoon, wasn't, so it that. had it against that because there were a lot of cartoons out. And then it didn't, like... I feel like the marketing, there was none, really, for this. Like, there was a really weak marketing push. And if you weren't, like, in the Disney stores, like my family was, <laughs> um, you just didn't know about it. <laughs> so... Like and we were like heavy into Disney and like looking around because we were coming into the country uh, once or twice a year. So mm-hmm. we really had to like stack up um, and then head back. So out this to, was like Young Neek's DVD movie that yes. you would just yeah fire up Sky High. Yes. Okay. Yes. All that's right. a, so You're I mean, like, I'm and going that's, to high school. You know, it's gonna be like Sky High. And I was sorely mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> I was, and actually, this is funny that after watching this, I started going to a seventh through twelfth, uh, seventh through twelfth grade school, which was closer than my actual high school experience to this. Um, but yeah, it was. Um, it just was a moment. I'll say like it was a mini moment for me and not a lot of kids got to like ride that wave. Sure. And I feel like a lot more kids should have seen it. And that's why I was just like, and we'll get into like what's about when we get into like what's a bomb about it. We'll talk about the acting. I feel no, like, like let's, acting get it, let's get into what's is, bomb about no, no, it. No, no, because you need to defend your ranking. No, I don't. I, no, like, why I, my, isn't it? You said no, that you well, I'll get realized into why, things. I'll get into that on the why it's not working. So we can just stay, uh, stay on the. And it's really not that bad because it's still highly ranked in my my eyes. I think I think I'll just to piggyback something you're talking about. I think that 2005 is also this weird. Disney Nickelodeon shift that would then take over the next like 20 years of like youth entertainment with like your SpongeBob and Blue's Clues and Hannah Montana. Well, what I'm saying is, is that like, cause like when I was a kid, they didn't really necessarily make teen stuff. Like you just watch adult stuff and you were a teenager. So like I would watch like Fast Times at Ridgemont High or I would watch uh, Breakfast Club kind of. But that was an 80s movie. And then the the um, thing is that whenever whatever the age in the movie, it's not really for that age. It's for a little younger. So that's the reason why I was watching this in 2005. I was um, I didn't start high school till 2007, Mm -hmm. I believe. Like it's for the kids before. For that, like but that's what college I'm movies are really we high school kids yeah. projecting on what college is going to be like. Right. High school movies are really for preteens projecting. And, and that's a like, good example because see, like when I was in high school and I watched a, a college movie, it was like Rules of Engagement, which is like a hard R tripped out Brent Easton Ellis movie. And I'm like, is that college? Because everyone just does cocaine and like is like nearly suicidal. And it wasn't that far off. Um, but, but that's what I'm saying. In young adult movies, yeah. like college kids are but really no, looking at young thing, adult like movies. Like middle like it's, school movies uh, such as like, uh, what's that one with, it had like Ben Affleck, uh, Days and Confused. Brain, no, no. Oh, I was going to say, so like, like Brendan Fraser? No, no, no. Not the one with Brendan <laughs> Fraser. Not School Ties. No, no, no. Days and Confused was another, was almost like, that was like my high school movie where it's like, oh, you're a middle schooler going, and it's about a middle schooler going into high school yeah. and that summer and all that. But even that was just sort of like adult in sort of what it's talking about in a lot of mm. ways. Um, so... I, think, I guess, well, there goes to this being a Disney movie as yeah. well. So that's well, even, what takes that edge away. Yeah. There was no edge. There was definitely place for there to be edge. Sure. And, and like, I think there that's were times the where you yeah. were like, oh, I feel like this is a movie. This moment is kind of kinky. Like, mm-hmm. it was like, well, technically, like, she is a senior pushing up on a freshman for various reasons um, that are plot driven. Um, but what really so, works in this movie, and I think you're kind of segueing into it a little bit, the acting. 
the acting. Well, like what really I also say that I really feel like this movie was so good that I feel like it gave the push to focus on superhero movies. Like mm-hmm. I feel like part of this movie is like because it has success. It has that. the financial no, no, success. You, you mentioned that. And it has the rankings. And guess what came after a couple of years? Iron Man came out in 2008. And I feel like this movie did have like one thousand percent. Like I really do feel like this movie. And guess who was ready for Iron Man? All the kids at the age of this movie. Like, oh no, yeah, one hundred percent. And so, I, like, I, I really have, feel like this movie point. really kickstarts that. And I actually back that. This movie is a proto, like Marvel. What Marvel would be doing later? Yep. And it's just like, and and even with some of the Marvel movies, what I think they did better than DC movies, and 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 a lot of comic book movies up to that point with maybe the exception of blade, but I would also maybe include blade in that is they kind of take some of the edge off of it. Cause like mm-hmm. blade is an edgy ass movie. A lot of those Batman Nolan films are edgy. And like when you have like Iron Man, it's like, let's not, it's like comic book camp where it's like, we know this isn't a man flying in a suit, a mech suit with like a talking, you know, Alexa isn't real, but couldn't it be fucking cool? Exactly. And sky high captures that wonderment that I think is actually what superhero fandom's about. So like you have Big Mike <laughs> playing Will doesn't have his powers. I, we I mentioned it when we were watching the film. I think he was supposed to either market correct or was market corrected by Shia LaBeouf because he had young Shia vibes. Where it was like Ooh. Shia did holes, this guy did sky high. Holes was and a bigger hit. Neither of them are around now, and neither of them are around anymore. But I mean, also Danielle Panabaker. Has had a career, has had a career like lately she's only in um, the Flash TV Mm -hmm. show. You know her as Killer Frost. Yep. Um, And her her name's Caitlin something um, in the show. But she has had a career like her IMDb list is long. Mm -hmm. Um, But go. This was her first like featured film. And then she took this Disney really like brought her under the wing she's one of the like unsung disney channel stars because she did more disney channel movies mm-hmm. than having a disney channel which when you show. think about it disney channel movies are like hallmark movies for kids they are and they just bang but they off fucking the rock four, like yeah. some like we'll get it's, into it's that it's its own genre movie that i think is important and sky high is in that Ilk. Well, because Sky High was yeah. the bridge yeah. to a featured film, not a um, like Danielle Panabaker leaps off the screen. Uh, Steven Strait as War and Peace, the sort of like emo villain kid who. Oh, I loved him. And this like, was also his screen. first featured film. He went on to be in The Covenant. If you've seen The Covenant, you'll recognize him and his smolder. He was really market mm-hmm. corrected by freaking Taylor Lautner, who can't yeah. fucking act. If you look so at these kids, fucking, like, if you look at this kid and then see Taylor Lautner next to him, it's, like, it's oh, almost this is indistinguishable. Exactly what they were. It's basically his look is what they modeled fucking Twilight Taylor Lautner's yes. look. Like, oh, it's so frustrating because he can actually fucking act. He could act. He was acting in this movie. One, I think she might be the 
biggest like star who had the biggest springboard is a Mar- uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Listen. She started off I like she's had such a career but she really came in hot. 2005 she came out with three movies. Um, she was in one movie who I've never heard of uh, but also The Ring 2 as um, Flowers, yo. Young Creepy and um, this was her really like first her being center stage and she rocks it like but the thing is like she's not eating up the other kids like they all just like rock it in their like I guess kind of the if you want to say like the other kids not having the equal standing with like the imbalance in acting I feel like it just also fits with them being the the awkward teen moments it's like so it's just like that makes me feel like everything's rocking let me tie that into with exactly what you're saying whereas other high school movies, whenever they do the like, oh, my, fr- we're, me and my friends are nerds, but then my friends somehow had a glow up, got cool, uh, and is now with the cool kids, and now we're the weirdos. Like, a lot of those movies have been done, but mm-hmm. because of the superhero trope, and you had the literal sidekicks who are treated like sidekicks, and the, the, teacher of the sidekick is, is still, literally forgotten by the guy he was a sidekick for which uh, is which uh, is uh, big which is Mike's Will's dad, dad. <laughs> um it's like call it's, him Will stop calling him big Mike okay Will him. the character Will in the yeah, movie yeah what the fuck um yeah but Will <laughs> and uh and so Mary Elizabeth Winstead she's so good because at first it's that typical Oh, this is the crush girl. Like, uh, you know, she fits in well. She's like cooking with Kurt She's Russell. She's rocking and the scene. Yeah. She rules the school under, you know, under, but like, under Hanley, yeah. but like but she's, she's like on the, the cool, popular girl yeah she's the popular girl that runs the school but, but she's she not can a bitch also, and everyone actually likes which was this weird thing no she was a bitch Did you well not no 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 she, she we found out yeah, well you were jumping okay. ahead yeah piece Sorry. by piece okay, so like at piece. first it's like oh my god she's the most likable woman or like popular girl in popular, the school popular likable she's right. so sweet all the adults like her most of the kids want to be her and then when she has that like flip to like then shit on Layla yeah it's like oh she got fangs and then it's like she's dangerous. And then when it turns out she's the big bad. Yes. She I mean, listen, and I'm being so serious when I say this in terms of like comic book superhero villains. She is up there, bro. When her mask goes down and she's just like talking cash shit to yeah. Commander and fucking uh, Jetstream. Like I'm I w- I grew up to beat the shit out of you. And I had this whole plot. But out. She was in there, and yes. you like you. It just kind of, and then, and then it makes you realize, like, damn, yeah, that is why this chick can act like crazy and has been had like a movie career since, and it's fucking awesome. Like she um, was shooting from the beginning, yeah. Um, but that's I'll say also, and you know, honorable mention, we got Greg from Succession in here, also his first featured film. Yeah, yeah, Greg from Succession, and he's still playing Greg from Succession, except Basically, he glow. Like, like yeah, he's. But I think like all of his characters are kind of like that. Even in the watch, he was kind. of he that's where he was like more of a mean version of himself like, right I'm I mean I'm an alien and I got a big dick was kind of like his whole character right um 
I think also I did want to spend a little bit of time on the adult actors. Kurt yes, Russell is the brain, they brought him fantastic. All back. Yes. Yeah. You had Bruce Campbell in there. You had Captain Farva or uh, uh, Farva from uh, Broken Lizards, Super Troopers as bus driver. Uh, Ron Wilson. Ron Wilson. Comma, and and all of, you had Linda Carter playing the principal. And even though she's and in there for like a, two scenes. But it was so eats. great. It was such a moment that for the yeah. parents that are sitting in the theaters with their kids. Because I remember my dad recognized her yeah. and was like, oh, that's Wonder Woman. And like telling me like my young self who like I yeah, I had a few comic books like but this was before I really like jumped into nerddom. And this was like a moment for me and my dad. Yeah. Like and then it got to continue with Marvel. Like and that's what I I mean, in a weird way, this movie sets that template that yes. is later follows. Like, put Stan Lee cameos in every Marvel movie. Yes. Get like the original, you know. Put Adam West in this movie. Get you know the new Flash movie that had the weird ass, you know, uh, Nicolas Cage version. Like, so it it sort of benefited you to be a sort of superhero nerd while also watching it. So like if you liked X-Men, if you liked all these other comic movies, yes. and also if you like comedy shows like outcasty comedy shows like Kids in the Hall, you had like two Kids in the Hall actors being fucking losers like they did in the show and it's hilarious. It's like, oh, it's like a Kids in the Hall sketch. Anyway, uh this is also a good kid adult comedy and we kind of touched on this in that Sometimes I think that's a hard line to hit where like kids will really like it and then adults will really like it. Marvel hit that really well. I think this is where they're really losing Again. their steam. Again. B- because now, unless you have like a Tom Holland who kids are like happy to see, a Zendaya who kids are happy to see, like I'll be real. I don't think kids are happy to see Ke- Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> like, oh, no, there's barely adults who are. <laughs> I mean, and, and no, I'm one of the adults. You know, I like him. Yeah. He's smog. I'll always like him. Right. Like, but that's tying to another franchise. Um, What doesn't work in this film? So I'm actually going to say yeah, this. You cook. No, yeah, because this is. The thing that, I have one thing. I just have one thing. Okay, no. To me, it's that third act where this movie juggles a lot, but it juggles it well. So it's like you have coming of age teen comedy. Kid is basically going through puberty in that he hasn't yes. gone through puberty. He doesn't <laughs> have his powers. His dad has to find out. That's embarrassing. He he. It also does the. I'm a nerd and I'm going to accept that I'm a nerd really well where yes. he comes out, come almost kind of comes out to his dad like, dad, I don't have powers. I'm a sidekick. Love it or leave it. And then he's like, boom, sidekicks united until he gets his powers. And then it's like, ooh, uh, yeah, this, the yeah, fine y'all chick, are cool still. Yeah. I still but- like y'all a lot, but I can't <laughs> come to this thing. I can't come to that thing. I can't invite you over to this thing because I'm with the cool kids. Well, uh, I mean, I will say, give him a credit. He thought about inviting them. It was just that, you know, Gwen quickly switched sweetly shut it down yeah whenever he was trying to include his friends it was like don't you think your friends would be very uncomfortable here because there's no other heroes like so she was very she was back to her point she was very good mm-hmm. but yeah it was just it was so, very sweet so when it gets to the third act when it's like okay now you find out that she's actually the big bad and they kind of like drop it throughout like the, there's hints that there is a big bad in this mm-hmm. movie and so she owns it and she's great. But then mm-hmm. when it's kind of like, oh, OK, so your goal is just to baby like for the listeners who haven't seen it. She literally has a ray that's going to turn all the, the super the pacifier that's going to turn all the, the superheroes into babies so that they can't fight back. And then her to make her own lesion and send them all through a brainwashed super villain academy. Yeah. Well, and she then make them all her, her lackeys. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then and so as that's happening and. And then obviously 
uh, Will and uh, Layla, who actually does have hero powers, but she refuses to use it because she's kind of a pacifist and a vegan. Uh, yeah, vegan hippie. Vegan hippie, which was early on that in 2005. It was, and it was loving. She was like, you know how my mom can speak to animals? Yeah, they don't like being eaten. Yeah, it was pretty. Right. But pretty she wasn't preachy about it. No, you know? I'm not preachy. Just kind of like she was the cool vegan chick that I'm not. I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna tell you they don't like it. You know, but you rock out. Yeah. So Layla, Will, War and Peace, and then the rest of the uh we'll call them sidekicks the, the sidekicks they uh they 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 bring down the evil empire and uh and it's great and uh also during this fight will manifest a second power this time from his mother being able to fly yeah so it, it, it it's it's cute i love when the sidekicks win I kind of feel like when that it's like the third act starts to draw out a little bit and it's not really I kind of actually wish that there was maybe this would be my my one critique. I think it would have worked better if some of the adults had still been around like um, the teacher American boy. What was his name? Mr. Boy. Mr. Boy. Yeah. Um, because his super sidekick name was All American Boy, which yeah. he was named by the commander. Yeah. Like, because that's another thing, like, to really drive home that sidekicks fucking are second class citizens. Yeah. It's like you don't get to choose your outfit or your name. It has you're to match a, your At graduation, hero. you're assigned to a hero and they pick your outfit, your name, everything. Yeah. And so he ended up being Mr. Boy after being retired from being commander sidekick. Yeah. And but like, he's I, awesome. He is. No, he's great. And I but I wish it would have been more like had some of the adults because uh, Ron Wilson adult, bus driver got his He got his moment. Yes. And, and that's what I was kind of hoping for was maybe a little bit more of that so that again it just drives home that point. Like, you know what? It doesn't bifurcating, matter your designation. Yeah, bifurcating groups of people, it's not a good time. It's not. It's not a good time. Um, um, my thing, I have two things that don't work. Cool. So the first thing that doesn't work is that Layla and Will end up together. Um, oh, yeah, we did talk about I that. feel like, and I will always feel like, Layla should have ended up with that fucking hot. Warren. Yes, they should have had that cinnamon roll grump mix that... You know, my uh, that, it would have been that couple of like, oh, she's so sweet and he's such a mean asshole. Like, why are they together? But it's like, nah, because they, they have a really other. good sex. Yep, that is yep, that would have been the reason. Like, it was that high school sex thing too, where it's just like you know, like that couple that was having sex the whole time throughout high school, and they were just like tight and bonded, and you just knew you're like, damn, and everyone else is just out here and like, I'm like, damn, they really love each other. But <laughs> sidekick. <laughs> um, but the other thing that really doesn't work with this film is the fact that it is basically a whitewash remake of Up, Up and Away. And I guess that's oh, this yeah, is a, that. the meeting of Problematicville and what's not working. So it's literally like one of my biggest like critiques. Like I guess really only critiques. Like because I had me not wanting, heard of Up, Up and Away until you showed me. Yeah. Why? So Up, Up and Away is going. Going back to Disney Channel movies, mm -hmm. it was, I believe it was 2000, even like just 2000 the year. It is a Disney Channel movie with a black family of superheroes and the middle child, like instead of it being like Will's an only child, it is a middle child there. He has an older brother and a younger sister. His powers have not manifested and he's dealing with that with like clowning from his siblings, his parents trying to be supportive, but really like wanting him to like 
like be a superhero too, mm-hmm. like and dealing with like going to school and like you know high school stuff. And so it's basically like the third act is where they differ, but like the premise is literally stolen from one of Disney's other movies that happens to be a black family. They take it away, whitewash it, add in some cameos, and they're sky high. So. That really um, is really because it's problematic that it just you Disney know, problematic. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but you know, what do you expect from the you know anti-Semitic racist? You know, yeah, all the other the other thing too stuff. is in two thousand and four <laughs> there was another superhero movie that came out, family focused superhero movie uh, that I also think kind of didn't allow Sky High to land as well, and that was The Incredibles. Oh. Yeah, but see, that's completely but I think that's different. Just, no, no, it, 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 it's very different. That but I focused think, on the adults yeah. still, but it was for kids, but focused on the adults rather than the kids. And this really focused on the kids rather than the adults. But it, with it being animated, there was allowed to be more action. But yeah, Incredibles was definitely a moment. And so maybe if there was bigger space between this. How do you feel about uh, the diversity of this one? Uh, you know, they had some, uh, they had a sprinkling of uh, black people. Yeah. They had they had like two black guys that they dressed very similarly and one of them was never seen again and I almost thought it was the same person. Um, they had, Magenta is ambiguous mm-hmm. um, in her ba- ethnicity. Um, Warren speaks Cantonese mm-hmm. randomly in the movie but they do not address his background either. Um, He's a little ambiguous too. And then there's, oh wait, no. There's Penny. Um, huh? There's Penny. The she's the cheerleader who can oh yeah multiply. the cheerleader backup like but she doesn't really have a character um she is the backup who can multiply herself and is basically a villain sidekick um and then the one uh sidekick who can melt yeah I forgot his name it was like but that's literally like he's yeah I don't think they call him by his name very many times throughout not many the movie i mean so there's that um, i will say one thing though as far as diversity goes um mary elizabeth winstead as like the like oh the big bad, bad being the big a woman bad being a woman like mm. that that was pre-thor ragnarok you know what i mean like she held it down so i was like props to that okay cool 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 um i think sometimes they also in, like in a very subtle way this movie does touch on like sexual and uh politics in terms of like uh who is a superhero who isn't a superhero but then at the same time at the front of it it's usually just a a man and it's a white dude so a little problematic there um what could help this film casting bigger budget remake would it be better if we remade it now it would definitely be better if we remade it now. Yeah. We talked about this. I think we should remake it and make it a series. Yeah. And we could have this be this movie be like the first season. And then in the second season, Will and Layla break up and she gets with Warren. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they start dealing with like the bigger things, like going towards adulthood. Like I just really feel Ooh, like Sky High College. We could be four no, I was thinking it could be four seasons, one for each year. They did this for Friday Night Lights. Whenever they age out, you just get the new freshman class well yeah we literally and could. then it just be sky high well i mean you said friday night lights why didn't you go with degrassi like they did it way better because oh, i was longer. a big degrassi fan you didn't know <laughs> you should be um oh yeah but, you're right my bad <laughs> yes it is my degrassi bad. fandom mind. that's right um, that's right 
Not with Drake being as big as he is. Yeah, We're yeah. not going to ignore Degrassi. Okay. Uh, you got any quotes you want to fire I off? I have hella quotes that I want to fire off. I'm going to keep my favorite for last, though. And that is the one that I literally yeah, quoted yeah. throughout the movie as the movie was going. Um, but so. Sidekick. At the end, um, Principal Powers is like, what a waste. I can't do anything more to help you. I'm not Wonder Woman, you know. And mm-hmm. she walks out of nod, the detention. And then Gwen is like, I went through puberty twice for this like yeah, I thought yeah. that was really cute like on both ends of that that was really cute like drop in the Wonder Woman like cause she holds the pose like a couple times throughout the yeah. movie but to literally like drop it that's cute Linda Carter is stunning in this film still older Linda Carter yes she she's so beautiful yeah Um, but another one so what's embarrassing him in front of the entire school going to prove this is so unfair and then Will answers, yeah, well, if life were to suddenly get fair, I doubt that it would happen in high school. Yeah. It's a little cute stuff like Low that. Little bangers. You know? And then this was cute, too. This is when uh, Layla got set up. Um, not set up. Ghosted on her date. Ghosted by Will. And Warren just happens to work at the... Restaurant. Her favorite Chinese, restaurant. Her, Chinese, her favorite Chinese restaurant, but they're speaking Cantonese. She, what Layla basically, like opens and just says everything um, about her feelings and her background like randomly opens up to Warren and then so Warren answers to let true love remain unspoken is the quickest route to a heavy heart and he was like wow that was really deep and Warren says yeah and your lucky numbers are yeah four sixteen five like it, I just thought movie, it was, the, it was the writing so in this cute. yeah like it this, is all just so cute. The writing in this movie is cute and is quintessential cute. It's not like there's it's other kids like movies that are trying corny, hard like, to be yeah. deep or trying hard to like have those like Instagram quotable type things. This isn't that movie. But it's it's cute and adorable. And you're like, that was good. And they get the lines off. Like the comedic timing of all the kids is great. Yeah. And then so I'll just do like one last one. It's my favorite. It's from the end of the movie. Um, it's the very last line. And so Will's there and it's it switches over to comic the, book the comic book panels. And Will's like in the end, my girlfriend became my arch enemy. My arch enemy became my best friend, and my best friend became my girlfriend. But hey, it's high school, right. and it's just so like it it's is cute. so it's cute. So cute. <laughs> like it's all just so cute. Um, yes, yes, mm. it is. And so, like, if this sounded super cute to you, like, because it fucking is, go watch the movie. It's currently streaming on Disney Plus. But what do you put on a pedestal? Oh, what I put on the pedestal? You can just play the whole fucking movie. I don't care. I I may put the whole movie on the pedestal. Like, I just, I think the movie is so, like, I feel like it teach it rises that line of being a kid's movie that teaches lessons without being preachy, um, mm-hmm. as well as, like, being entertaining. Um, I'm going to put War and Peace <laughs> oh. on the pedestal. <laughs> uh, War and Peace and his firearms, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, no, that's put fine. Him on the, put him on the pedestal yeah, yeah. as well as the the whole movie. And you know what? And Layla's powers. Like, that was the coolest shit. Like, I think Layla's powers were part of what made me want to get into gardening because mm-hmm. I thought it was like. She's almost proto Scarlet Witch. I know it's like completely different powers, but I mean, like, in the let, like, big reveal of like, yes. I'm actually very strong. I'm actually the most I'm, the strongest yeah. bitch in here. Like, she wrecked shop. Yes. 
Love um, it. For me on the pedestal, I, I'm so this may be weird, but I'm going to say the smart choices that they did because like i said i think this movie i think part of the incredible so director not <laughs> not just the director but it's also like i think the casting was fantastic yes i think um the cgi kind of still holds up it's very 2005 it's very like um spy kids but it's still esque. better than some of the later stuff or some of the more some of the more recent marvel stuff of yeah. madness is better than that shit, shit. Like, yeah um, and then I think it, it, it like ha- it being a superhero movie with a a, se- a sense of humor, I think it's really what Marvel took later on to like make billions and billions of dollars. And I think there's so much of it. Like when you watch Sky High, you'll be like, wow, like this feels like a lot of other movies I've seen before. And I'm surprised I haven't seen it. So my recommendation is go see it and go appreciate it. And I would probably just put Mary Elizabeth Winstead's acting up top shelf too because she killed Came it. Came in, kicking. Again, this is one of her first shooting feature from, films. Shooting from the, the, the logo, man. She's yeah. just sinking it. Um, but yeah, that's about it. And like you said, it's on Disney Plus so people can go and stream it if they'd like to. Yes, go watch it. Coming soon on video and DVD. Coming soon, as it just said, <laughs> um, I guess we're doing Suicide Kings. Be on yeah. the lookout. We are switching up completely. Back to school is over. Uh, yeah, we're now getting back to that real gritty. shit. We're going to give y'all a couple gritty movies, and then we're going to get into the horror. Yeah, October's going to be fun. Yes, it is. But this is a pleasure. Yeah. Very happy to be here. Uh, thank you for tuning in. This is a Gemini's production. Uh, we'll see y'all on the next one. Yeah, My this is Underrated is Favorites. Um, follow us on IG at Underrated Favorites Pod. We be dropping stuff there sometimes. You know, you know. Um, my name is Neek and that is Roost. And we are out. Goodbye. Thank y'all so much. Bye.